Welcome to the Sisters Like Us podcast. I'm Lakin. And I'm Allie. And we're here to share our perspectives as sisters from two different generations. So grab a glass of wine or a bottle and let's dive in. Hello. We're back. We're back. Episode four of the Sisters Like Us podcast. Very excited. We thought we would tackle a topic that is something that makes us similar and different, but really having nothing to do with our generations. And that is our experience in college and with sorority life. Yeah. <laughs> you scared me there? No, I just, you know. We're going to keep it PG, friends, and we're going to, we're going to talk about the, like, our experiences. Yeah. And so I know we talked about this a little bit in the background info episode. I don't actually think I ever said, I went to the University of Texas at Austin, mm-hmm. which is a big, giant state school, like 50,000 yeah. students, massive state school. Austin is a big city, but it doesn't feel like you're in the city when you're on campus. Campus is separate. I didn't, it's not like a, you know, college town, but it is still a different experience than what you experienced. I definitely knew I wanted to join a sorority. It is not only a big thing in the South that, Mm -hmm. you know, people join a sorority, but going to essentially out of state, even though I was originally from Texas, since I'd gone to high school in Illinois, I didn't know very many people. So I knew I wanted to join a sorority to be able to meet people. The other big thing I feel like that's important to note that's slightly different is we do recruitment in the fall, like right before school starts. We do too. Oh, I thought you did it in the winter. Like your big recruitment. I thought it was in like January. It's in, no, it's like right when school starts. I don't know why I had that backwards. Okay. I don't know. I just think like ours is, so I went to DePaul, which I mentioned, um, in the first episode so like it just like so different like greek life is like i don't know like five percent of like the people that go there like i thought it was actually more because like when you're in it you feel like it's like a ton of people right but yeah and like we didn't have houses oh yeah houses that's a big thing like i mean my sorority my chapter's house at texas had it's over 100 years old like that house has been in our chapter for so long and it's a big house that sleeps like 50 plus people Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a big part of it, the experience, both the sorority and the fraternity houses. And I mean, DePaul being in a city, how were you going to have a house? Yeah. I mean, I feel like there was always the like designated house for okay. like a frat or like a, sometimes a sorority, like okay. people would all live together. Sometimes they would live in like all three units of like the An apartment, apartment yeah. building. But yeah, we, well, we weren't allowed to have houses because of that like law. Oh, I didn't know that was... I knew that was a thing in Pennsylvania, which is one of the things that actually deterred me from Penn State. Yeah. Well, honestly, like, I kind of liked not... Having a house? Yeah. Because honestly, like, save money. Because I know it costs a lot of money to live in No. I actually... It was cheaper to live in the house. So, let me tell you, that's actually... That's actually funny. So, when I was in high school, at some point, you know, my... And I think we had our... Even though we had one different parent. I think our parents did have similar takes on money and how we were treated in terms Mm -hmm. of what was paid for and what was not paid for. Um, But my parents said, you know, we will pay for your college tuition and we will pay for your living expenses. But anything above and beyond that, going out with your friends, eating out, et cetera, a sorority is on you. So freshman year, Mm -hmm. I had to pay my sorority dues. They're not cheap. It was very expensive. So I worked very hard that summer between high school and college. Fun fact, I sold Cutco knives, if you've never heard me talk about that before. (laughs) Um, That is what I did that summer. Yeah, I know, right? Flashback. 
So I worked hard that summer so that I could pay my sorority dues in the fall. Sophomore year, which you're pretty much required to live in a house sophomore year. That's like part of it. That's how they keep the house full as well as, I mean, you kind of want, you want that experience. So you pretty much always live in a house sophomore year. And the way that it worked out numbers wise, the cost of living in the house plus the dues was actually less than living in a dorm. So I pitched my parents and was like, okay, but I have a similar experience, but like not with sorority house. Oh. So I actually pitched them and said, I, it's cheaper. I'm saving you money by living in the house with dues. So will you also pay? They paid the dues because it was all encompassing and it was cheaper than living in a dorm. I had to pay my dues, but like my, the DePaul dues were, were like compared to like a state school. Like, I mean, I paid for like the entire year, like Maybe like thirteen hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! I think mine, is mine like, was the least of And our and our chapter was all inclusive, which I guess we can say what chapters we were in. Yeah, okay, yeah, we should have said that. I am an Alpha Z Delta, and I was an Alpha Phi. But yeah, so I actually when I had to pay my dues, I used the money that I got from my grad party because I nice. I, I like, didn't have like so that was like the first thing in my bank account. Like obviously I had a job, but like so I was like okay, here we and go. I was like I'm just gonna pay all inclusive. Like call it a day. But what were you saying? Oh, yeah. So what I lived in the dorm for like the first... So DePaul's on quarter system, which is different from, yeah, obviously semesters. So we had a term like we didn't start school until like the week after Labor Day weekend. Yep. So like September 5th was usually around the time when we would start. And then we would go through Thanksgiving for the first quarter. And then we would have like a six-week break from like Thanksgiving to like the week after New Year's. Um, and then... We had a winter quarter from January to like mid March for, and then spring break, and then we went all the way to like the first two weeks in June. Yep, which was very that, different. That sucked. Was like the like going into the summer, but like I we I loved the six week winter break. And well, I will say we had like a good probably four week winter break. But we started back way earlier in August than you did, especially yeah. once you, uh, speaking of sorority, factor that in because school would start the week of like August 20 something. And then the week before that was actual recruitment. Mm-hmm. So it was a whole week and we could talk about our recruitment experiences too, a whole week of the recruitment process. And then once you were an active, you had to get there a whole week before that mm-hmm. to prepare. So we were getting back to school like early August. Yeah. And like, I feel like it was nice to, I felt like we almost had a longer summer starting later, but then like all my friends were done in May or, and you weren't or, and would leave early in August. So I'd be like, yeah, what am I doing now? But like being a, that was only like when I was like first going to school, like I lived in the city, like all throughout college, so I never really felt like I was, I, like, went home for school. I never had that, really. Well, like, yeah, because you live, mom lived a mile away from you. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> I feel like, like, going to a state school, like, a good example is, like, during COVID, like, everyone who, like, went to a state yeah. school during COVID, like, had to go home or, like, had to move out of their house or, like, yeah. you know, wherever. And I just, like, it felt like I didn't, school didn't even end. <laughs> like, I was just, like, still in my apartment and, like. Yeah, it was Whatever. basically just classes moved online, but everything kind of felt. Yeah. But what I was going to say, so I lived in the dorm for a quarter. And then, like, so since St. Paul's a private school, like, we don't have, like, the Chick-fil-A on campus, the Starbucks, the Panda Express. Like, we had, like, Brownstones, the Bean, like, it, just, like, little coffee shops. And, like, it was really subpar. But our, like, we called it the student or student center. 
um, like the cafeteria, like food was like awful. Like I'm talking like like high school, like high, not even high school, like middle school cafeteria. That blows my mind because our on-campus food was actually great. I feel like it was the same company, like that we had in middle school. Like it's like. It starts with, like, a C, and it's, like, a little, like, person, <laughs> like, is the logo. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. About. Besides the point. But anyway, so it, you paid a lot for room and board and the food. So I was, like, this is such a waste of money. I eat out because I don't want to eat this right. food. And so there was this apartment building, like, down the street that, like, everyone lived in. And I think a lot of college campuses, like, have this kind of thing. It's almost like a elevated dorm. Yeah. Um, but it was, like, apartments. And... I mean, it was pretty expensive. I mean, like, it was over $1,000 a month, I think. And rent. Yeah. But compared to living in the dorm, paying room and board, and, like, everything that's included, I also pitched and was like, "Uh, let me, can I move there instead? And so, yeah, I had the college experience for a quarter, but (laughs) then I I lived in an apartment. Right. So you've lived in an apartment. Like, since a quarter into college. Yeah. Meanwhile. And this is actually the first year I re-signed a lease. So, I moved, twenty like, the first quarter, like, in 2018. And then after that lease ended in that apartment building, I moved. And then after that one ended, I moved again. And then I moved again. And then I moved again. So, I moved five times. And now, where I am now... I just resigned, so I don't have to move again. That makes me want to cry because moving is the literal worst. No, it's actually the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. But moving is literally the worst. And I, I first off didn't live in an apartment until I moved out of college to New York. So I ended up living in the house actually all three years because I took a position mm-hmm. that needed. So that was the other thing. Not only were you required to live in the house at least one time during your your tenure as an active, which most people again did sophomore year. If you took a certain position, you also had to live in the house. Mm-hmm. So I actually lived in the house sophomore, junior, and senior year. I mean, I yeah. graduated early, so it was only one semester, but yeah. I used so to different. talk about that, like positions and stuff. Or maybe like just like the different, like the, there's just so many differences between like, well, also there's a difference between like the year that you rushed. Well, that's part of it, too, is the... Where the generation kind of comes in. Yeah, that it was 10 years later. Like, when you threw out the 1300 number, I mean, mine was easily double that nine years earlier, Mm -hmm. you know? So, I I don't remember exactly what the number was, Mm -hmm. but it was at least double that, and it was nine years before. So, I don't know, though, how much has really changed. Yeah, I feel like the most that have changed has probably changed is, like, fashion, Trends, yeah, like yeah. those kinds of things. Or like yeah, I see what the girls behind, like, like the recruitment videos. That's true. Or like those kinds of things. But like Rush, like I don't know if you're on like Bama Rush TikTok. I've seen some of it. I we already yeah. talked about this. I don't do TikTok, but yeah, but like that they came out with like a documentary yeah. on it too, which is so bad. What so, I have seen of it, Texas was a very was a similar experience. Yeah. To Bama. Yeah, it's like scary. Like some of the stuff that goes on. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I feel like, I just think ours was just, like, way more lax. How many chapters total did they okay. have to Paul? So, we have eight. Okay, we have so, 14, which, honestly, in ratio of students is not that many. We have, like, the big, like, the big eight. So, like, yeah. Alpha Phi, AZD, Kyo, You do Fine not need you. to list them all. <laughs> but, like, you know. I can Google if they want to see. But it's, it, I just mean the fact that you have eight and it was... Five percent of your or ish, whatever the number yeah. was of your population, whereas we have fourteen. But it was 
like, but we had massive chapters. I mean, we were talking 200 plus people per chapter. We had like the biggest chapter on campus. And I think we surfaced like 90 something at one point. That that's a big difference. I mean, because yeah. we had fifty person pledge. I think the biggest fraternity on campus is only about or like was like only about forty guys. Whoa, maybe fifty. Wow, it's just like, but so the way I described it at DePaul, like when I talked to people about it, is like it felt like our own little like high school because okay. like everyone knew each other. Like it was just like a core group because it was like you know. Not, it wasn't that many of us. Like, everyone knew each other who was in Greek life. Yeah, it was definitely not like that in Texas. There were pockets. Like, we had other chapters that we interacted with, but I didn't know all of the other, you know, girls that were in yeah. Greek life. So, let's let's do recruitment a little bit. Okay. So, I don't know why I had, had it in my head. You did winter. So, like I said, Texas was a whole week. Because, again, there, well, there's 14 chapters, and it was, it was intense. And it was, again, very akin, if you've ever watched any of the Bama Rush stuff, the outfits that you have to wear, the matching clothes, the singing, <sighs> freaking singing. Mm-hmm. There's still songs I can't listen to because we used them for recruitment and I just, I can't unhear it. We didn't do any songs that were like other songs. We just like had like songs. In, like, oh, the well we have the songs, but then we also like, I can never hear Dynamite. It you, is. AZ has one of the most catchiest songs and I can't remember what it's like. The one of them I'm not is singing. so catchy. No, I know. But I remember like during recruitment, like I would like hear them okay and I'd be like oh my like I just love catchy yeah yeah and I feel like the biggest difference is like you when you were rushing you went to the houses to rush yes so for at DePaul like all of the sororities were just like in rooms like in the student center so like you had a room and it was ducked out as for your sorority. So that is one thing that has changed at Texas um, because I still stay in touch with our chapter and stuff since I was there. And that was like a COVID implemented change and they've kept it. Day one, it used or day one and two, you used to have to visit all 14 houses. And I mean, you were there for like 30 minutes tops. Mm-hmm. You, by the time you got in and out and you were matched with your person, you talked to them for like seven minutes. Yeah. But you had to visit all 14 houses. And I just want to say that walking around in August in Austin, Texas was not ideal. It was not a good time. So now what they do is that first day is virtual. Uh, I don't really fully understand how it works Mm -hmm. and how you would be possibly rank as the, as the like PNM, the potential new member, how you would possibly rank the 14 chapters with this virtual experience, but that's how they do it now. And then you don't start going to the houses until the next day when you're down to 10. Still a lot, still a lot of houses, yeah. but it is different. Yeah, ours was quite simple. Just to like put it shortly, we like went to all the houses the first day and we used like this little app, I don't know, to like rank. Yeah, we, yeah, we, oh, actually, yeah, no, I did use it freshman year. Um, and then actually, I'm going to be totally honest. I am pretty sure my freshman year when I was on the other side of it, it was papers. It was paper. Yeah. For the PNMs, it was paper. That's now, and then we put it in, somebody put it into a computer system, and then the computer system did the matching algorithm, but it was on paper because yeah. it was 2009. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, okay, so I have, have, I've had a lot of experiences. So I've had, I went through recruitment. Yeah. I recruited. I was, most people call it a rogue gamma, but I was a recruitment yeah. counselor. And I've been on like the back end of recruitment, like the like matching process. So, well, hold on. Let's rewind. You're getting ahead into, well, I mean, I guess your positions are, we're all recruitment focused. 
So how many no, days? No, that was just like in those addition. were like positions. Like I just like volunteered to help with recruitment last year. That blows my mind also <laughs> because I tried to get out of recruitment every every year. It felt like I only recruited once. Not again. Yeah, that wasn't my favorite activity either. Yeah. Being a recruitment counselor was awesome. I wanted to do that, but so awesome. Like the reveal, best part. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but so how many days total was your recruitment so, process? It was the full week. I, but I don't think it started until, like, Tuesday. So I think, like, Tuesday. And, like, I don't remember the order. Like, chapter, sister. No, I don't care about that. Whatever. I'm just curious. And then pref was always on Saturday. So, like, the the day that you went to yeah. only two houses. Oh, so we, we did three for pref. So, yeah. Point. So we had two. And it was always, like, oh, you're prepping them and then. Like, it was just, like, kind of. And then bid day was always Sunday. On Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Um, and bid day, like, also was different, obviously. So we had our, like, where they opened their... Um, bids like in our one of our nice like buildings I don't know like just yeah. huge buildings whatever. but that's ours was too yeah. it was like a campus building like yeah. you got your card and then instead of obviously running home to the house we had all of the um, <laughs> that's actually a thing yeah all of the chapters so we have a pretty big quad like our Lincoln Park campus in Chicago has a pretty big quad so yeah. like we always like do stuff on there so each sorority had their like own balloon arch like that you would have to get a balloon arch and it would like be like it would like be whatever your theme was yep. and like it would like have your letters on it so you would just run to like to your section yeah yeah so it's so different yeah and I loved also when you're like a recruitment counselor you run back home which was yeah. really fun okay before we move on to like positions anything else from like freshman year recruitment it was just like a crazy process I think like another big thing at DePaul is like there's not. Which I feel, I don't know if the, how this is at other schools, but, like, all of my friends, like, went to different houses. Like, your friends from high school? or you My friends, friends that, like, I rushed with, like, my, like, roommates and stuff. Like, we all, like, went separate ways. But you stayed friends with them. Oh, yeah. 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 I hadn't really met anybody. Like, I had one roommate. Oh, true. Okay. And she was in marching band. So, she was actually already there early as well. So, because she had to get there early because they also had to practice before the football mm-hmm. season started. So, she was there early, but she didn't rush. And so, I didn't know anybody. I mean, yeah, did I make, like, acquaintances in my group? Uh, did you guys have that? I guess if you're in the student center. So, one of the things at Texas, you know, I, like I said, your you're recruitment going... Groups? Your recruitment group. Yeah. Well, I guess you do because you had, yeah, you had mm-hmm. recruitment counselors. So, I mean, there were some... Ours was by last name. And okay. so, like, you I know... 17 other Edwards in my recruitment group. Like and 17, like our recruitment <laughs> groups were like seven people. Oh, ours, I think we're like 30 ish. A lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I wish I knew the number of like total people that go through recruitment in Texas. It's ginormous. It's yeah. a huge no, number. No, 100%. Like, could it be the more opposite like schools? Like, I feel I like. Know. No, I, I don't. Like, I think that we could talk about this in another episode. Too. Like, our schools and college yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah. This one is very sorority focused. Yeah, maybe we're just going to separate yeah. those two. I was thinking, like, we probably would have. That they would but, yeah, not fit in one episode. Yeah. So, I didn't really know anybody going into it, but one of my favorite things to always tell people is that very first day, on bid day, they put us into little groups. I don't know if they did that for you. Well, your pledge classes were so much smaller. So, yeah. I mean, we have 50 people in our pledge class. They put us in, like, little groups of, like, five or six. Um, oh, like, once you ran home? Once we ran home. Okay. That you're, like, to, to to introduce yourself and, like, so you're not overwhelmed with trying to meet, like, all 50 people in your pledge mm-hmm. class on day one. And... Like 14 people in our pledge class. So. <laughs> and... When, when a chapter got 14 people, it was, like, a big deal. Like, that's a lot of people. Oh, my gosh. 
Anyways, sorry. That we had to like have caps. I mean, some chap- some chapters would take like seventy people on the day. That's wild. It's yeah, it was wild. But in my bid day group was one of my best friends, Jesse, and that was the day that we met. Was we were put into the same bid day group. I know I when, I, when I look back on those pictures, I'm like tearing up. That's pregnancy hormones. I I still can't believe that day that we met, like on bid day freshman year, and now. As of the recording of this episode, she is 37 weeks pregnant and could have a baby any day now. (laughs) It's really cool. We had bid day buddies. So, yeah, open active. Yeah, we had So, an active was like, so mine ended up being my big, Mm. Daniela. And then, um, who I actually saw this past weekend at a wedding because I went to Los Angeles this weekend because the, um, the girl who is president, like, Soon after I joined, got married this weekend to a guy in a fraternity that we were really close with. So it was like a big like reunion. Um, so I got to see her, which was super fun. But That's it all so comes full circle. It really does. The last thing I'll say about freshman year, really your freshman year, is I do remember like I really wanted you mm. to be an Alpha Z Delta. Like I just thought that would be so cool and so special. And I also really wanted you to want to be an Alpha I Z know, Delta. I and, know, and it wasn't, it had nothing to do with that, but it's just acknowledging that not only are the chapters different at different schools, like I could not expect that you were going to fit in with the Alpha Z Deltas at DePaul. But at the same time, nine years is a huge gap. Even if you had gone to Texas, there's no guarantee you would have fit in with the girls at Texas. Yeah. Like, I feel like when I was going through the process, I tried to keep AZD on my, yeah. like, ro- roster. Yeah. Um, list, yeah. My ranking, like, for a while. But then it, I mean, I say for a while, like, for, like, a day and a half. But, I like, there were so many chapters that, like, fit better. Yeah. And it's, and it was, and I knew that. There was small, too. I think they, de- like. It wasn't, yes. There was the smaller one. They had just. That was it. They became a chapter when I was in college. And I remember thinking, yeah. because, again, Allie's dad was a professor at DePaul, so it was very likely that she was going to end up there. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, DePaul is an Alpha Z Delta chapter. Allie could be an AZD. This would be so cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, they were brand new. They had just become a chapter. And so they were probably very small. And yeah. so if you didn't click with those girls, like, you weren't. like Yeah. I will say, like, one of the things I liked most about them was their philanthropy. Mm. Um. But also, like, when I was a recruitment counselor, my recruitment counselor buddy, like, the other girl who was also a recruitment counselor, um, was an AZD. Mm -hmm. And I just, like, loved her. There was a lot of girls, like, in that chapter that I really liked. Um, But... But even four years is a big difference, too, right? The girl who was your buddy was your age. But when you rushed, it was girls older than you. And you may not have clicked with them. Mm -hmm. It's And actually... Chapters change. To just, like, quickly explain recruitment counselor, basically, you, like, go undercover and you, like, help girls go through recruitment without like saying what chapter you're in so you can like be an unbiased like person to like help for them them. to talk to yeah Yeah. um and then at like the end on bid day you like reveal your chapter and like run home with them um and so we had all of our girls like guess what we were in yep and actually most of them said azd which was crazy but like they either said like azd or find you and it was like i think they were like What? what like shocked that's so interesting but i feel like they started to catch on a little bit when, like, I started, like, talking to other, like, recruitment counselors, and we, like, and they were, like, oh, well, I think she's this. Because you have to, like, archive pictures and, like, all of that. Yeah, you have to, like, hide your social media profiles and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I was so upset because they put me in the recruitment video, and I was, like, guys, 
my, I was so excited to reveal, but like they don't, they didn't even notice. They didn't notice it. Was they had, they were so shocked. But I did get to run home with like two girls in my group, so that was fun. That was fun. Moving on to positions. Yeah, we definitely did different things in that realm. I decided I wanted to be house manager. Um, which, which is, we did, obviously didn't even you obviously didn't even have that, which was kind of this like liaison between the house mom and a, a set of alumni who was in charge of helping with expenses and keeping the house up to date. And then obviously all the girls. And so I dealt a lot of contracts. There's a lot of organization. I got to do room assignments and that kind of stuff. I actually did it for two years because I really enjoyed it. That's why I lived in the house for so mm-hmm. long. Um, I, did not, even though I feel like I am a natural, like I like to be the leader of things. I never had any desire to like be on exec. I just, it felt like it is an experience. Yeah. It just felt like too much that I didn't want to deal with. Um, it's, it's really a lot. Like I'm sure more so like at, again, at a a bigger school, school, but like, I mean, super rewarding, super great, but it did feel kind of like an unpaid job. Like I was very like, I probably didn't like when I compare like my job schoolwork and Alpha Phi, I, Alpha Phi towered over all of them. Yeah. And that's the point. I mean, it gives you a lot of great experience. It's something to put on your resume and like you're giving back to your chapter. So tell me, like, what were your positions? I won't even touch on the freshman year one because like. Oh, I, you didn't, we couldn't even have them freshman year. So, so we had like directors, which like sometimes we would, we give to freshmen because they're not, like some of them aren't like really that like difficult. But like mine was like parent and alumni relations and the only thing that was like an assignment in that position was like to do an alumni event or a parent weekend yeah. and like it's just not real it's just not realistic in a city I'm like, <laughs> so that job that position I don't even put on my resume okay. I don't even say whatever so it's kind of all over the place I always stayed in the events so shocker <laughs> yeah so like my sophomore year I was director of events um or I guess I was director of I don't even so the problem is is the position that events director of events is under changed so like we had who cares what the name is like just say what you did yeah so I mean I guess what I mean by that is like I was under the like risk management so like the bad yeah. guy um, which mm-hmm. my best friend was actually the VP of risk management um, Leslie yeah. when I was her director but like. Then it, like, changed – this is important. It changed to health, wellness, and accountability. So now it went from having director of external and director of internal events, and it changed to director of events, director of philanthropy, director of, like, like six more director positions. Right, so it was, like – Yeah. Yeah. Long story short, I just did basically all the mixers and socials and those kinds of things. And then when I got health, wellness, and accountability, then I did also the philanthropy events – all the events, like all, literally every event that we do, social media management, standards, literally all the things. So Not a lot of Well, that's all right. You know, but you had to be the bad guy. Somebody was, had to be the bad guy. And I was like kind of strict about it only because like I cared about like the way we looked on social media. It's like classy, like be classy, you know? But, and then my last position, sorry, I'm like ranting or like going off, but like, um, which was probably my favorite um, I was right. So we have our philanthropy event. It's like the Red Dress Gala, which I'm sure you've heard of because it's like every Alpha Phi, Alpha Phi chapter does it. Does it. Um, but I was the chairwoman. So I got to plan like the whole gala over like an eight month period. It was harder than any wedding I've ever done for <laughs> sure. Cause it's like 
Like, adding, like, the donations, managing all the girls in my chapter and having them all have to do something. Like, we just got a venue that was a blank space, so I had to figure out food, I had to figure out DJ, I had to figure out all the things, basically, with a team. But, like, again, like I mentioned... Not the resources of a wedding. Yeah, but, like I mentioned in previous episodes, like, I'm an independent person, so... Which I had a lot of trouble with when I had a position, had directors, because I would want to do everything. So I would, like, force myself to do, like monthly meetings with my directors so I could give them things give to them do. Give them things to do. That's um, interesting. But, yeah. And that gala was so rewarding. So, awesome. Yeah. So many experiences. Yeah. Lots of my life went to that chapter, but AOE. I know if you have never been in a sorority, every sorority has, like, their little phrase that you don't know what it means unless you're in it. That's yours. And you you kind of know the other sorties because they, like, will put them in comments. Ours is TFJ. Love that. Yeah. Um, I loved it though. Like I really did. Oh, I'm, me too. I'm so glad I did it. I met so many great people. Yeah. And like even the advisors are great. Oh, well, now it's funny because it you're probably not far enough removed yet, right? But our like my f- college friends are now the advisors to our chapter. Yeah. So my it's room- been ten years. Yeah. My roommate is the financial advisor right now, and she graduated with or yeah, she graduated it. with me. Oh. Elise. Yeah. Oh, Elise. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! Like, and that's she, crazy. We have a funny picture of like, like us, and she's like me. It's like her trying to convince me to like be an advisor, and I'm like, no. no. <laughs> I'm like, I just need a break. But like, I've maybe I've been someday. asked a couple. Times. Yeah, maybe someday. But this whole I love how this whole episode just became about Greek life. Greek life. Yeah, we had intended to do like college versus like college experiences, but that maybe could be its own. But at, at the end of the day. The sorority was a big piece of our college experience. It there wasn't a whole besides like cl- actual class. Like what else was there? Yeah, like when I, I think, that. when I really think back to college, it's like all I think about. Yeah, same. I'm like, oh yeah, I also had an education. <laughs> Great, I also have a degree. Yeah, but it's not the main thing that like I, I I'd be in class making spreadsheets for all of me. Right. Oh my god. So. All right. I feel like we've probably been talking about this long enough. Yeah. Um, but I think it definitely sparked another topic or two which is what's going to happen so um i would love to hear from you were you in a sorority what sorority were you in say hello and we'll see you soon 